Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to One P Talk, One Purpose Blog Talk Radio Show. I am the editor and owner of One Purpose Magazine, and I am here with another week of our community chat, where we bring you self-love talk, culture topics, and main topics that are centered around health, wellness, and mental health. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. I hope you are here to enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? What's up? Y'all knew I was coming. I was a, I'm a little late. I ain't running into a few technical difficulties. Not really. <laughs> no difficulties. I was just confused and befuddled by my technology, um, keying numbers in and trying to use one computer. I can't be the only one that's so used to using. I'm so used to using two uh two screens, the dual screen setup. <laughs> when it comes to using one screen, I'm lost. Like, what is going on? What what, what do I do? How do I get to the other screen? <laughs> Click the tab, girl. So that's my, my story for being late. But anyway, I always got a story of something going on. It's a one-woman show. Everything that I do, I, I do it along, and I ain't boasting about that. I need some help. But in order to get some help, you got to get some paper rolling in. So that's what I'm working on, working on making money. That's why you all haven't really heard from me in a while. I'm putting things in order and getting things in place so when people step in, they know where to go. They're not creating it for me. One thing about um, business, I say this all the time, being a business owner or anything that you manage, really, you know, you have to have, you have to know all components of it. You have to know everything about it. If you don't know everything about it, how can you say that you own it? You know, make make your employees partners if that's the case. Make them partners. Make them get a percentage of the ownership because if they're putting it together for you, they're not working for you. They're part owners, okay? That's just how I feel about it. So anyway, and I'm okay with that. I think that's a good thing. If you can make your employees owners of your business and if you are a publicly traded company and they have stock in it or however that works, I'm no expert in that area, I think that is a wonderful thing. But anyway, we are here for self-love talk. You know, we we are here to love on people, love on each other, and talk about the the development of self-love. Um, it's a journey. Self-love is a journey. And I do believe that it is a journey worth taking. I've been listening a lot to conversations that's going on in the world when it comes to a lot of the social issues that um, the world is experiencing. And I've been hearing a lot of people talk more about the self-love journey and getting to know yourself. Um, people have been capitalizing and making money off of relationship books and giving people tools on how to be in a relationship and how to manifest the right man or where to find your Boaz, <laughs> how to find your Boaz, all that stuff that people have been able to sell folks is amazing to me. But now I am really starting pe- starting to hear people talk more about the self-love journey and how irrelevant and important that is. You know, even for married people, I think to take time away from each other to really love on themselves because in a marriage, you have to be selfless. In a partnership, you have to be selfless and you know, people may say, well, girl, how you know? You ain't married. You ain't never been married. I 
made that choice uh, a number of times not to take that path when I was on that path and to choose to go in a single direction because I just, and many times I just didn't think that I had it in me to be a partner to someone else in that capacity um, and to be selfless to their hopes, dreams, and desires. And knowing I had hopes, dreams, and desires of my own, I just never wanted to grow to resent anyone. And I think that in your path and in your journey along the way, when you really learn to love yourself, you learn to be bold and take that step and say, wait a minute, you know, uh, I, I just don't think this is a good idea. I don't think that it's good for, for it's not good for you, you know, <laughs> for me to try to partner with you, knowing, knowing, knowing that I'm not as, at that point of being selfless in my life. You know, we, of course we have kids and I think that uh, when we have children, we so we automatically kind of default to being a selfless individual when it comes to parents and our kids, but those are from our womb. For men, those kids are from your loins. So I think that you have a natural attachment to, um, for the most part, if you are a healthy person, uh, mentally healthy, psychologically healthy, that you have a natural attachment to the development of those children. But when you're talking about a spouse, <laughs> when you're talking about another person, that is a true, like, covenant commitment. Like, that is a spoken commitment. And uh, you have to recommit to it every day. Every day that you're in it, you have to make a commitment to it. And for me, that has always been daunting, you know, just wake up every day knowing that um, I owe this other person uh, the commitment to see into it that what we came together for in a partnership is going to manifest. You know, that's hard. <laughs> so you have to make sure that you're in, in agreement in agreement with the purpose of the relationship. And I just jumped right into this conversation. I didn't know where I was going with this. But you have to make sure to me that you have a vision for your uh, relationships. That's so important. Like people just want to have, people just want to shack up, live together, and say that they have a marriage and say that they have something. And it's just like, what's the mission for your, just like if somebody came into my business, like, what's the vision for your business, for your company? What's the mission? I would be able to just spit that out because that's what I think about every day when I come to work. I think about my mission. I think about my vision. I think about the people that I want to impact. I think about all of those important things that drive you to to do this, you know what I'm saying? To be here, to 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 be for me to be here and to be in within my own company. I think about all of that, all of those things: the mission, the vision, the goals. But if you ask somebody, so what's what's the mission for your marriage? What's the vision for your marriage? Where do you see yourselves? And people just like you know, I want to have a family. It's just like. That's, that's, that can't be it. Like, it has to be more to it than that. You have to have a bigger vision. What are you all going to build together? 
uh, because those kids grow up and those kids have a vision. I, you know, I'm learning that for myself with my son, that kids have a vision of their own and, you know, they have a purpose of their own to serve. And we always talk about building a legacy and I'm growing to understand that your legacy is not always, you know, something that you pass down to your kids. You know, your legacy is something that transcends time. Uh, something that tells your story when you're gone. And I always thought that, you know, it had everything to do with me passing something down to my kids. And, you know, we are, as Black people, getting to a place where we can establish uh, wealth and and so our kids can establish their own legacies and things like that. But I'm learning to look at how I define words differently. And I think that when when you get to a place, when you understand who you are, uh, when you start reaching into the depths of your person and you look at things differently and you look at things from a, a, a God perspective, like a, not a religious, but a God perspective, like it's a lot of folks, like a lot of kids who grew up watching bad relationships because of religion. I ain't going to go down that path. But that is, like, that is not what God intended. <laughs> oh, but the church, the church is so good, but it's so toxic all at the same time. But we got to deal with that, you know. Um, I think good churches are being dealt with during this pandemic. Uh, obedient churches are being dealt with, uh, obedient pastors and leaderships. And leadership, I think they're being dealt with in a good way. I think that I really do think that in the coming years, we are going to see church differently. And when we start seeing church differently, I think we'll start seeing relationships and marriages. Because uh, I think that church is really the the cornerstone for the village for family and marriages and things like that. So I just think there's a lot of stuff happening and a lot going on. And we we have to talk about those conversations, talk about those things, and have conversations about them. And I'm excited about that. I'm very excited about those things, and having the conversations around self love and self development, knowing who you are, knowing who you were created to be. Um, there's a lot of healing that professionals in this business recommend. The healing that I recommend and the healing that I talk about when you're on a self-love journey is writing. I think journaling and writing things down and reflecting and, like, letting some of those hurts and things that you have buried internally come out and put them on paper and, you know, reading them and giving them breath so that they can live and die. Yes, so they can live and die. Whew, that's deep. That's a deep thought to to me, you know, because I've I've buried some things and I've allowed myself to talk about them um, in, in in a personal setting, and I gave I allowed them to live. And as soon as I gave those things breath, they began to dwindle away, and they didn't. I didn't feel as heavy. I didn't feel uh, I was carrying a load. I didn't feel like I was harboring, uh, you know, harboring something that was trying to escape by suppressing it. 
It's a freedom that comes along with that. It's a freedom that comes along with releasing things. And I think that it's important for us to not crowd ourselves with people that we think we need as crutches to feel complete or to feel whole or to say that somebody wanted us. But I think that the time we spend alone, and it has to be healthy. You know, you can't be like, I'm a loner. I'm an introvert. I like to be alone. All of these things. You can't, you can't be that person in an unhealthy way, but spend time in a healthy way by yourself writing. And we were forced to during the pandemic, but I think we were so focused on what was going on in the world. And we had that lunatic in, in, in the office that we were in social unrest and a lot of was going, a lot was going on. Many of us didn't really have the time to do that deep soul searching work. But that work is important. It's so valuable to do that work. So um, I got only a few minutes left. I can't wait to get, to hit hit these podcast streets again. So Sundays at three o'clock, I'm just dropping in for a little a little some some on what it's all going to be about in the upcoming weeks. So, again, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for checking in. Check me out on Sundays at 3 p.m. If you are into this self-love talk, self-love conversation type of chat, um, let's just have some talk. Let's just chat. Let's let's not um, put ourselves in the business of, of trying to create this, but let's just have authentic conversation, <laughs> if you will. All right, until next week, until Sunday, Sunday at 3. Ahala. Bye-bye.